What is up, everybody? And welcome to episode 50 of the Devil's Advocate for Self-Defense podcast. All right, everybody, we have today my mentor, my good friend, the guy I'm going on a huge tour. He hates what I, he loves and hates what I call a mentor. What's that? So fun. That trip is going to be so fun. Yeah, we're going on tour in September all across the United States of America. So don't forget to join the group. It's Rory Miller, everybody. Yay! What's that? It's like the Muppet Show. It's like the Muppet Show. <laughs> Are you the guys up in the balcony now or what? You... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Anyways, this is supposed to be a serious show about debating and such. So welcome to the Devil's Advocate. Uh, like I said, today we have Rory Miller on the show. He will give you a quick intro of who he is. But first, we need to explain the show because of all the things I've ever done. This one I get the most confused responses about. So the point of the Devil's Advocate for Self-Defense podcast is learning how to have debates about subjects that some people find off-putting or become giant long rants on the internet. And I wanted to show that people can have disagreements and still be friends at the end. So how the show works is we pick a topic, then myself, or sorry, then my guest usually decides what side of that topic they want to be on. And then I, as the show says, take the devil's advocate side. I really need to express this every single show, and I'm getting tired of it, but it's important. What I say on the free show is me debating. It's not my actual thoughts or feelings on the topic. That whole point of this is to just argue the, or debate rather, the point that you have, the position you have, not to actually add our feelings into it. If you are interested in what we actually think about this topic, that is what the final thoughts are for on Patreon at the $5 level. So a couple of rules for how the show works. Number one, we start as friends, we leave as friends. We got to stay friends. We're going on tour for eight to 10 weeks. That's we better make sure. In a car for two months. <laughs> yeah, we better make sure we're okay after this. Uh, number two, we have 15 or more logic fallacies that we try to avoid when in the conversation. So those 15 um, different logic fallacies are on episode one, the ones I usually send out. But we have expanded the list. Others are put in. So really, any logical fallacy that's brought up in the show, if you get caught on that logical fallacy and you can't debate your way out of why it isn't a logical fallacy, then you have to take a breath, say, apologize, Rory, I'm sorry for using a straw man argument on you. And then you mm -hmm. have to secede your turn and let the other person talk. The free debate, so the debate you're going to get for public, again, where we just debate our points, not our thoughts and feelings, mm -hmm. is uh, 20 minutes long. The way it's set up is the guest, which is Rory, will mm -hmm. get the first four minutes to set the stage of the battlefield, and then I will have to adapt to it. Now, before we get going with the topic and how we're going to do this, Rory, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Oh, man, I want to talk about what we're doing special. Um, I'm wrote some books basically I'm, I'm a former jail guard who at one point was really having trouble adapting to the world i was seeing at work and the world i was seeing in martial arts and wrote a book originally partially to do some 
you know, psychological therapy on myself and partially to work out that, that difference. And it just kind of cascaded from there. Yeah. And you're probably one of the most, I would say you're one of the most cited authors out there on self-defense at the moment. A lot of people know your work. It's very rare. I bump into somebody that doesn't. And it always shocks me when I do. I'm like, what? Um, so that's Rory in a nutshell. We're going to talk about the tour at the end of the show because it's a really cool thing. It's a really big deal. We're very excited about it. It's kind of all we want to talk about. Um, it's both of our sanities that's keeping us sane. We got to go back on the road again, which is awesome. Yeah. So like I said, show works, start as friends, leave as friends. You got the rules. You understand how it's going to work. Normally, mm-hmm. we decide the topic ahead of time and we decide what side we're going to do ahead of time. But not with Mr. Miller. That's not how this works. So just like episode 10, I believe, where Rory was on the first time, we're going to flip a coin. I'm going to use a Canadian standard $1 unit or a loony for all of my uh, US and international people because we still have coins. We use coins for dollars. Uh, we're going to flip this and then we're going. To, the flip is going to determine what side of the debate we take. The topic we're going to be covering today is fighting. The topic pretty much is is fighting physics. So is it just physics is going to be what we discuss. So one pro side, one con side, Rory. And one thing for the audience, debating is a skill. And being if you can't see both sides of a question, you probably can't see the question at all. And this is why it's so important to practice taking sides that you do or don't believe in. Right. You have to be able to argue both or you're, you're probably just part of the problem. So Hence the the flipping the coin. Yes. Um, I have a very definite side on this, I believe. Okay. Um, I believe Randy does too. Yeah. <laughs> so one of us is going, and we're both on the same side because we're both right. One of us is <laughs> going to have to pick, one of us is going to be stuck with the side we absolutely don't believe in. And if we do this right, none of you will be sure who that is. No pressure on me now. Thanks, Rory. All right. So we're going we're gonna to flip this coin. So um, how do we do this? If it's heads, then I'll take the pro side. Okay. Um, fighting is physics. Okay. So if it's tails, I'll take the con side. So heads, pro, tails, con for Rory. All right. I'm flipping right now. Flip it. Catch it. It is tails or loony, if you can see that there. Cool. So that means you're taking the con side. Fighting is it physics. Yes, fighting is not physics. Okay, which means I get the pro side, fighting is physics. So we're going to start the clock here. Rory, you have up to four minutes to set up your argument. Uh, I'm a little terrified of this. Let's do it. Go. Um, and for everyone out there, because we didn't know which side of this we were going, neither of us is actually prepared. We're going straight off the top of our heads. So there's no way to argue that there's not physics in fighting. There, there's power generation, there's structure, there's a bunch of things that go into our principles. Um, but it absolutely doesn't end there. Um, everyone has different reactions. Everyone has different histories. Everyone has different pain tolerances. Everyone has different internal and external glitches on what they can and can't do. Um, when people talk about physics, I've been wanting to use this analogy forever. Um, it's farming is like physics as long as cows are perfectly spherical and on a frictionless surface. And that's where we kind of fall into with the fighting is like physics. Um, I've heard again and again that if you line up 10 people and hit them the same way, you'll, you'll get the same reaction because it's just like physics. 
Um, I do not believe that anyone who's fought more than two people can say that with a straight face. It, it's, uh, it's a statement um, that's so demonstrably false from experience. And this is one of those, I'm not doing a, a call to authority or anything because Randy has fought more than 10 people and he will have a real tough time arguing. Uh, for that matter, I'd like Randy to describe the story of poking someone in an eye who pressed in, which is not the normal reaction. Um, I think one of the reasons why people want to bleed this so badly is because it takes a chaotic situation they're afraid of and lets them break it down in a way that it seems predictable. If it's predictable, if it's controllable, if it's controllable, then with my knowledge, I can win. Uh, they're very uncomfortable with the idea that it's not that predictable. So to put it in debate terms, there is physics involved, uh, but a lot of the outcomes are based on um, the mind way more than the physical body. And even within the physical bodies, they're all different. So this idea of predictability that everything will happen the same way um, is clearly false. All right. So my side of this topic, I have to agree with you that there is fighting in physics. I think where the crux of my position is going to be is the ratio that you kind of establish that the mind is more important than physics. I'm going to argue the converse that the physics is more important than the mind. Now, what the, I do agree physics is reliable and that's why people like to use it in a metric. Everything you talked about here, you talked about the effect of what I am doing to the other person and how that effect is going to happen. But if we say that fighting is physics, and I can get behind that for this debate, um, I can say that any, yes, I can hit the same person, I can hit 10 people, right, in a row and get different effects, but it might not be the fact that physics is at fault, it might be the fact that I'm at fault. I might be hitting them slightly differently. I'm not doing a perfect experiment of the counterattack. So there is variation on myself and on the subject. If all things are perfect, then fighting is physics. It's the, the squishy human machine that makes it a problem. Rory. Um, and I, th I think you, you circled back to, to what I just said. Okay. In that this is, this is the, as long as the cows are spherical and on a frictionless surface, then absolutely it's physics. Right. Um, and th this is one of the, in, in any, there, there are levels of theoretical abstraction. Okay. So you've got ditch digging and construction, which is based on architecture, right. which is based on engineering, which is based on physics, which is based on math. Um, Okay, and as you get this through, so we've got, you know, fighting, which is based on athletics, which is based on mechanic, body mechanics, which is based in physics, which is based on math. Um, and it's at that each level of extraction, it gets easier to manage. It's get, or it gets easier to think about, um, but it becomes less applicable. So if you want to say that, and at one level of abstraction, I think physics and engineering really close together. Right. Um, but when you start to have to work that through a, a crew and a union and financing and all the other stuff that goes into building a building, the physics becomes a less important part. 
Sure. So I'll, ne I'll never argue with you that it's not important. Um, but my argument here is that the physics is there to set up a level of predictability, which does not exist in this venue. Okay, I agree. Uh, counterpoint is then wouldn't physics be the gold standard we're all trying to achieve? Because if physics is reliable, and if I do something perfectly to somebody perfectly, we get this exact perfect response, which is the physics look at it. Isn't that what all practice is, is trying to create the most repeatable response to your technique? So you practice your throw 100,000 times, so you get that perfect lever point, you get their feet off the ground. So isn't isn't the golden essence of all of what we're trying to achieve through our training, the access to physics and that reliability that physics grants because we're so perfect in our technique? I, no. Um, just no. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those um, trying to do an abstract art doing doing the the throw so you get that absolute physics of that throw so you get that rep um actually locks you into place where you aren't adapting when the person doesn't step exactly the way they're they're supposed to step then your stuff will fail because you're trying to do things perfectly and this is one of those um the essence of this we talk about this all in the essence of this is adaptability to chaos and one of the things when people try to freeze it into, into a mathematical abstraction or this is the perfect technique, they, they piss away their ability to adapt. And sure. adaptability is what's going to keep you alive. And I, I'm going to pull you back to that, that um, the guy that you gouged in the eye. Did you gouge him in the eye wrong? So Were your physics not superb? This is a logic fallacy because you're attacking yeah. my own personal experience on a topic that isn't isn't really it so i don't want to say oh, my side of it well, give me i'm not i'm not attacking it i'm asking you to bring it out <laughs> because it's so valuable to this discussion sure but the same thing is you know i drink alcohol but i can also say alcoholism is bad that doesn't improve my side of this in any way so it feels like you're kind of not straw manning me i forget the exact term to quote to quote a little bit okay i i, I will apologize if you want me to but what i'm saying is that um, that you have a, an example that's germane of personal experience sure. that refutes your position. Well, you know what, so actually, the I'm getting is what about ism. Sure. I get it. So, yeah. you know what, let's, let's bring the story so up will, because I can, important. pardon me. It's important. It is. So yeah, there was a time where uh, I would, so I was always taught eye gouges were the ultimate nuclear arms race type of situation. And so I was in a position where I was losing against a person who was on extracurricular chemicals. And I decided to poke him in the eye. And I really, I tried to poke him so deep that I touched the memory. Like I really went into that eyeball. Uh, and I got literally, not only did I not get the reaction that was prescribed, which is really uh, throwing me under the bus here. Uh, I also got an opposite reaction, the person ignoring and pushing into the finger, which is something that gets to haunt my dreams. Mm -hmm. But on that note, I can't say for certain that I actually performed the technique in the proper manner because of the amount of stress I was in. So maybe because I've never poked someone in the eye before, I did that thing that people do where they punch at 50%, then check for effect. You know, that first time they fight, that happens. So maybe that's how my eye gouge worked. So what I guess I'm saying is if I would have maybe practiced eye gouges more under it, because like you said, uh, well, you, I'm paraphrasing, but all fighting, all self-defense is, is chaos control, right? We're trying to manage the chaos that is happening. 
And so I think if I would have had a better management of chaos, I would have done maybe a more effective technique. The, the only thing I would ask as, as far as getting an objective measure, yeah. how far did your finger go in? I think so. From my memory, it was a long time ago. I think in between the like, so I have small, I have weirdly small hands, but yeah. the uh, from like the first, first digit to maybe, maybe the second. So I would say like it probably, I didn't, I didn't touch bone. I know that, but it went in maybe like a knuckle deep. Okay. So I'm just saying that, that, that we do know some stuff. It's not like you, you don't know whether you did it. Right. Any instructor at that point was said, put it in this far, the guy's going to. Yeah, sure. Know, it's so, and, and that's another, I think, and this may be a side tangent. Hmm. Um, when, when people teach, and th this is one of the classics, um, you know, 12 pounds will break a knee. Sure, sure. Okay, clearly, obviously, horseshit. You can put your knee up on a chair and put a 10 pound or 12 pound weight on it or 20 pound weight on it, and it's not going to snap backwards. Um, so it's, it's that partially understood physics is another thing that comes in here because four ounces or a shotgun slug moving at appropriate velocity will break the knee. Right. And do a whole bunch of other shit too. So it's, there, there's a lot of misunderstood physics within this debate as well. Agreed. Um, but I, I do, physics is pretty clear. Sure. You, know, it's, it, you can do the math and this weight moving at this speed has this energy. Right. Um, but one of the reasons, because this, this borders on physiology also with fighting, medicine doesn't have that. Medicine doesn't have the, if you take this drug at this dosage, you will absolutely get cured because everyone is different. And right. that's why they have, they don't have a, this is the heartbeat. They have, this is within normal limits. Sure. Everything in physiology is a range. Everything in physics is very specific. I would like to pull back to the eye gouge story as well. Yeah. I don't know if the eye gouge story is a good example of physics in play because I didn't put mass and accelerate, try to snap his head back. I was looking for a physiological response. So I don't know if that's a great example of physics being in play. I think you actually just won the debate for me. Okay. Because um, physics is always in play. Sure. You may not have been trying to maximize acceleration, but, but there was physics there. But you, what you yourself just said, you were relying on a physiological response. Yeah. And, and that's my argument. That physiological response is far more significant than, um, than trying to get the physics right. Sure. So I think what I'm saying here is I don't know if I was applying that. Like, so what I guess maybe my definition of physics is maybe I'm a partial understander of it. My definition of physics is like, you know, I'm using structure and leverage and all that stuff to do something. I wasn't doing any of that in that situation. I was just poking an eye to hopefully try to get a response to then maybe apply the physics portion of it. But you disagree with that. No, it's you, you did your finger poke had structure. You, you were moving in a direction. So it's, so the physics is the physics can't be removed from it. It's always there. Yeah. Um, the fact that the physics is the core of fighting mm. is what we're doing. And yes, as you say, even, even the physics, the physiology, I think trumps someone sure. who, someone who has a long history of uh, what's your pain threshold compared to most people's. I don't know, probably stronger than most. I've taken a lot more damage, so I'm used to it. And how many people, when they start training with you, 
stuff that hurts. And then two years later, after they've been training with you, they don't even notice that anymore. Oh yeah. That's very common. Okay. And, and that's, that's the thing. The physics are the same. The reaction to the physics are very, very different. And those reactions are significantly more important. You know, same as a judo guy that's taken a bunch of falls. Um, it's, it's not just so you get better at falls. Also, s- things change in your bone and your flesh structure. That's what I want to say. So I don't think I don't think that that the physics change. I think that the the parameters change, right? So now you have a heavier, denser topic person. You have to use more force to affect it. That would be physics, right? So as the person gets stronger, thicker, denser bones. The same amount of force I applied before won't work again. So I think the physics still sticks. It's just people don't understand that it's in relation to the subject and that relation can change. Yeah. And I'm not arguing that it doesn't matter. I'm right. not arguing that physics doesn't exist or any of that. Um, but it's, but I am rapidly arguing that physiology, mental attitude, the way you deal with pain, the things you're afraid of matter a lot more. Interesting. I think so. Yes and no, because of course I have to do this on the side of the debate. I think mm-hmm. that because again, like the like we said at the beginning, it's the ratio that I think is the issue here, right? Like because we both agree it's not purely physics. We also agree it's not not purely physics. Yeah. So all I'm trying to do right now is move the needle on this to physics is more important. I really think it's a little bit circular here, but I will mm-hmm. go to another point. So just give me a second. I really do think going back to what I said before is physics then becomes the gold standard of that technique because it's the ultimate chaos management because you know that adaptability is just an adaptability in the math equation, right? So I'm using physics here. They change their base. My physics has to change in order to make that happen. Okay, and I'm going to call us both on a logical fallacy here because we've both been doing it subconsciously. Okay. Okay. Um, but but as as we agree and disagree more, we're both moving the goalposts. Okay, in so, what way? So I, it's um, it, it goes from uh, on my side, you know, f- physics is less important. The physics is important, but right. So I'm absolutely moving the goalpost, and I sure. apologize for that. Okay, um, but you are too. Sure. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, If you take physics as uh, something underlying everything else, then you can never remove, or should you remove physics from the equation? Mm-hmm. Um, all body mechanics in every technique should be good physics. Yes. So agreeing that that's the gold standard, I can comfortably agree with that. Cool. It's, there's no reason to have shitty physics in a technique. Right. Um, the idea that the result of your technique, the most important part of it is the physics that you apply. Um, mm-hmm. I just have seen too much varied outcome, no matter how much the physics are. One, one of the things we talked about, I like grappling um, because I find it significantly more reliable. Um, I, I Bending and twisting people you know, tends to work on people, different sizes, different mental states, different drugs in their system, different. But I have been shocked with how weirdly disparate striking effects can be. Um, I've I've used, you know, the same strike in similar circumstances. Um, you know, my favorite is that left hook to the liver. 
and I've had people go down, big tough people, and I've had people laugh at me. Right. And it's 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 one of and that's um, going into this is the meta. The reason why I think this particular debate is important is uh, too many instructors teach if you do this, this will happen, and you'll be okay. Right. And their students are specifically not prepared for things not not to work. Right. For things to go to shit and they freeze. So that, that's why I think this is important. And this is also in this debate why I think that understanding physiology and being ready to adapt, have great physics, but never count on them because those will not determine the outcome. Right. The, the bad guy determines at least 50% of the outcome and all bad guys are different. Yep. Um, so that's why I weight it the way that I do. Physics, gold standard for technique. Um, physiology and mental toughness of your opponent is the primary determinative outcome. Cool. And I think I'm going to, because we're almost done, we have two minutes left. So I'm going to kind of drop this as a last point and then you can rebuttal, and then we can end the show here. Is on my side of this, I'm still going to uh, argue that it it's the practitioner, not the practice that makes that response. So if if I wrote out an equation of physics and you change one factor, including putting a new person in, that would be a different equation. So I think the issue with it at the, from just the, I didn't even think this even earlier today. This is a very fun debate, but right. I think that, I think that the issue is that not realizing that is, is when saying that this will work always. And I know that's the, the crux of your argument yeah. because that always, there's no always equation, right? Like you mentioned with the, the knee and the weight, like, yeah, if there's vec, if it's coming this speed, this velocity, it's going to blow your knee out. If it rests there comfortably, you can totally hold it up. I think where the hole in this fighting is physics thing on the pro physics side is, is that people don't understand that every subject, every environment changes the equation, which makes the physics slightly different. But in essence, is that not just adaptability? Rory. Okay. So, and my rebuttal to that is, um, oh, I really want to bring this back to something you said a long time ago, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> People assume that math, if, if the argument that physics is the most important thing, then people could become good fighters by becoming good mathematicians. And that just simply doesn't happen. Fair enough. All right, awesome. That is exactly, we're 30 seconds off on time. That was a phenomenal debate. Rory, why don't you tell the people where they can get a hold of you, uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about, and then we'll move on to the uh, the page show. Uh, okay. Um, KiranTraining.com, C-H-I-R-O-N, training. Uh, most of the stuff is there. We have a Patreon, which I believe is Patreon slash Kiron Training. I don't know. Yep. Um, and that leads to a Facebook group and a bunch of other stuff. The, the big thing I want to talk about is the road trip. Because September and October, Randy and I are going to... And he's thinking of it as... Yeah, I'm putting words in your head. He's thinking of it as this, you know, big tour and we're going to do all these things. I'm thinking this, this is a road trip with my buddy and we're just going to happen to do some martial arts on the weekends and some of the evenings. So not martial arts, self-defense, but there'll be some martial arts in there because you're going to be doing it in fighting. Yeah. Well, I, I'm really pumped for it. So it's called the Rand Rory Tour. If you know, you know why and that's a clever that name. wrong. That, that second R needs to go. I, I did it just so people could understand the joke. It's I yeah. like it. I think it's clever. Okay. I don't care. I'm staying with as it. As long as you did it on purpose. I thought you just couldn't spell. No, I did it on purpose. Okay. So uh, also I can't spell. So but you're correct both times. <laughs> so uh, the Rand Rory tour is we're coming to different anchor points all across the country. 
uh, the United States of America. We are planning on doing so. Europe, you're screaming for this way more than North America screaming for this. A lot of people have been asking. We're doing you 2022, but I got to like buy a house and get married in 2022. So it'll be late 2022 where we do this. Um, I think this trip's going to be awesome. So number one, we're definitely approaching it differently. I'm business guy. I want to like hustle and get this done. But I'm super excited for us just to sit in a car and catch up, not on a computer, play around, do dumb stuff. We're going to film a bunch of cool stuff. So if you want to see all of that, it'll be on Chiron Training. Most likely I'll send it to the people there. But also Randy or patreon.com slash Randy King Live is where I'm hosting everything right now. So the only kind of places we're going to be guaranteed to be is obviously Violence Dynamics 2021. We will be there. I didn't get to be there in person last year. I definitely will be there in person this year. Um, and that region, but we are looking for hosts. So get a hold of me if you want to be there. Jump on Facebook, join the Rand Rory Seminar Tour group. That's where all of the conversations are happening. And if you want to have conversations about this, because this is kind of a massive undertaking, uh, please have the conversation there because it does two things. Number one, it lets me see everything all in one area. But number two, and I think the most important part of this is not only is this going to be a super cool tour where you get Rory and myself, it's also going to be a super cool networking opportunity because maybe you're a gym here and we know 50 people in that area that you don't know. So we get to connect cool people and that's already happening on the Facebook group, which is super cool. So that is the end of the free show. Unless you want to say anything else, Rory? It's kind of offside, but it's beyond my technical skill, but any chance of putting an interactive map Ooh. on on that Facebook page? We will discuss this later. That's a really good idea. I don't yeah. know if we can do that, but we can do like, uh, anyways, no, we'll talk about this right now. So thanks so much for listening to episode 50 of The Devil's Advocate. Some of you know, we're probably not putting the show out publicly anymore. We're going to put it behind the Patreon wall, but... I'm doing these anyways, release for free doesn't really make a difference. So if you like the show, like it, share it, uh, tag me when you share it so I can see the generate to see if people like this or not. I know the people that love the show, love the show, but it needs to hit a certain volume in order for it to be something I pay attention to, right? So there's already so much stuff that I'm doing that if this show isn't getting the eyes that it needs, I'm not going to be doing it. So we are jumping over to final thoughts now. I'm really excited for final thoughts. Uh, if you want to know our actual thought process on this topic, jump over there at the $5 level. You get all the extra podcast stuff. And don't forget, next week, we're dropping our first 80-20 gray areas. Myself and Ryan Roth of the old Talking to Savages crew is back. Um, the way the show is structured is half the interview is done by me and half is done by Ryan. So it'll be a very interesting uh, dynamic. Uh, we have Bill Kennedy on for the first episode. If you don't know who Bill Kennedy is, his son is far more famous than anybody I know, Ben Kennedy. Uh, he's killing it, almost a million people on TikTok. His dad is awesome and Ben wouldn't be so cool unless his dad was so cool. So I'm super excited to talk to him about a bunch of his training concepts and models when it comes to violence and self-defense. Thank you everyone for listening to episode 50. Maybe this is the last free one. Maybe it's not. Keep checking. Make sure you subscribe and uh, we'll talk to you all soon.